0: Preface of Criminal Investigation, Volume One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ava'i in October 2014. Criminal Investigation, a Practical Handbook for Magistrates, Police Officers, and Lawyers, Volume One. Translated and adapted to Indian and colonial practice from the Systeme der Criminalistic of Dr. Hans Gross, Professor of Criminology in the University of Prague, by John Adam, M. A., Barrister-at-Law, Crown and Public Prosecutor, Madras, and John Collier Adam, Barrister-at-Law, Advocate, High Court, Madras. Preface this volume is designed to be a working handbook for all engaged or interested in criminal investigation. It has, by special permission, been translated and adapted from the well-known work of Dr. Hans Gross, professor of criminology in the University of Prague and special lecturer on that subject in the University of Vienna. Translations have already appeared in various languages, including French, Spanish, Danish, Russian, Hungarian, Serbian, and Japanese. Few men are so well fitted, by training and experience, as Dr. Gross to compile a work like the present. He has, to use his own words in his introduction to the first German edition, been for many years body and soul an investigating officer as m gardey professor of criminal law at nancy says in introducing the french translation to french criminalists dr grosse is an indefatigable observer a far-seeing psychologist a magistrate full of ardor to unearth the truth whether in favor of the accused or against him a clever craftsman in turn draughtsman photographer modeler armorer having acquired by long experience a profound knowledge of the practices of criminals robbers tramps gypsies cheats he opens to us the researches and experiences of many years his work is no dry or purely technical treatise it is a living book because it has been lived the aim of the adapters has been, while omitting nothing of general or particular utility to any person investigating crime, no matter in what capacity or part of the world, to combine and include therewith a mass of information of peculiar interest in India. At the same time they have attempted to apply many of the illustrative criminal cases and principles contained in the original work to the Indian point of view many sections of dr Gross's work have been greatly enlarged and elaborated and no pains have been spared to bring the whole quite up to date the book following the author's arrangement has been divided into four parts part one is designed in the first place to enunciate those general principles and qualities the lack or neglect of which proclaim an investigator unfitted for the sphere in life in which it is his misfortune to be placed and in the second place to inform him in a general way what assistance science can afford in the investigation of crime and in a more detailed manner to show in just what cases expert knowledge may be effectively brought to bear Advice is also given regarding the examination of witnesses and accused and the inspection of localities. Parts 2 and 3 deal respectively with various heads of knowledge and contain certain handicrafts with which every investigating officer should be thoroughly well acquainted, while Part 4 gives information upon the methods of criminals in committing particular offences, much of which may be new even to experienced detectives this indian and colonial edition while omitting some portions of the original which would be of no use to the practical worker for example the slang words of bohemian gipsies thus contains much new and interesting matter the better to adapt the book for india and the colonies and also to bring the last german edition of 1904 thoroughly up to date these new passages derived from the writings of specialists the latest criminal intelligence and the somewhat extensive experience of the adapters as criminal lawyers are interwoven with the text for the specialist desiring to pursue his studies further in any specific department appendices one and two are particularly intended Appendix I contains the information, which, in the German original and in many works of this description, is relegated to footnotes. Experience teaches that in a volume designed as a popular handbook as well as a scientific guide, such footnotes are embarrassing, breaking the general thread of the discourse and distracting the attention of the reader. Accordingly, each authority, as and when mentioned in the text, is distinguished by a consecutive index figure, under which figure, in Appendix One, the complete reference will be found. A few exceptions to this rule occur in the cases of important writers, whose names and the titles of whose works are given in full in the text. Appendix two is an alphabetical list of the authorities included in Appendix I, or specially quoted in the text, with references to the various pages of the book on which each is mentioned. These two appendixes combined will thus, it is hoped, be found by the student to constitute a complete working apparatus. The index is a comprehensive index to the whole work, with cross-references, of which we shall only permit ourselves to say that we have endeavoured to make it as useful as every index should be. The German and French editions of this work were each published in two volumes. For a book of reference, presenting no definite line of demarcation, the two-volume format is neither convenient nor popular. Any one accustomed to employ as working tools such books as Taylor on Evidence or Taylor's Medical Jurisprudence will cordially agree. At the same time, a great and bulky book is a terrible nuisance. We believe that, with the help of the modern paper-maker who has provided a thin yet opaque paper of strong texture and adapted for block-printing, we have been enabled to offer our readers a book great but not bulky which will prove no nuisance but a pleasure physically to handle and to read a word may be said to anticipate the possible criticism that the translation is too free we have made no attempt to produce a strictly literal interpretation in translating a classic where the style and language may be as important as perhaps more important than the matter verbal accuracy may be desiderated but where the matter is all in all we believe its import can be best conveyed through a medium natural to the reader this is perhaps more especially the case where the original is in german and from the pen of a german scientist though we must admit that few german pens are less open to the reproach of german dryness than the lively and often humorous weapon wielded by dr Gross hence while neither deprecating scientific accuracy of treatment nor shirking the limae labor et mora we have endeavoured to present our results in a language readily understood of the multitude as to the illustrations those appearing in the german work are reproduced from the original blocks but a very considerable number are special to this edition plates two through six are from original impressions and drawings supplied by the government of madras plates seven through nine are from photographs furnished by mr joseph farndale chief constable of bradford as acknowledged in the text figures forty forty one forty two are copied from egerton castle's catalogue of weapons in the indian museum london figures forty five sixty one through seventy seven hundred twenty nine and hundred fifty are drawn by permission of the inspector-general of police madras from examples preserved in the museum attached to his office the botanical drawings, figures 116 through 121 and 126 through 128, have been prepared from specimens procured with the assistance of Lt. Col. J. L. van Geisel, I. M. S., Chemical Examiner to the Government of Madras. The plants portrayed in Figures 122 through 125, not being readily obtainable in Madras, recourse was had to the illustrations in Lyon's medical jurisprudence, so frequently referred to in the text. The blocks, both half-tone and line, for all the illustrations here specifically mentioned, and also for figure 82, have been executed by the Methodist Episcopal Press, Madras. The blocks for figures 43, 44, 46 through 50, 52, 53, 55, were lent by Messrs. Oaks and Company Ltd., the well-known gunsmiths of Madras. To all collaborators here mentioned, our cordial thanks are due. Many works of experts have been referred to, and from some of these excerpts have been made, we trust to no unreasonable extent. We believe that no quotation or extract has been taken from any author without acknowledgement in loco, and we have endeavoured so to frame our selections that they may prove signposts, guiding the reader from our pages to the fountainhead. Despite the most assiduous care on the part of both editors' and printers' readers, we fear many press errors have crept in. For these, and all other deficiencies, we can only plead the difficulties attending the production of a first edition of a work of this nature, and hope that, with the aid of our friendly critics, they may be amended, should a second edition be called for. In this connection we have specially to thank Lt. Col. J. L. Van Geisel, already mentioned, for kindly reading the proof-sheets of Chapter 16, Sections 8 and 9, and Chapter 18, Section 2, Subsection 2, and making many valuable suggestions. Our thanks are also due to Mr. K. S. Gopal Ratnam Iyal B. A. B. L., who has carefully read the final proof sheets of a great portion of the book. In conclusion, we trust no one will imagine that the author and editors claim for this work either completeness or finality. The extent of the subject forbids the former, the nature of it vetoes the latter. In remedying its deficiencies and imperfections, we hope to receive the assistance of all who take a living interest in the subject. Such support has enabled Dr. Gross to enlarge his work to its present dimensions and to furnish it with a comrade in the shape of his Archiv für Kriminalanthropologie und Kriminalistik, now in its 24th volume any information or suggestion, no matter on how small a point, will be thankfully received by us and utilized for rendering any future issue more serviceable and thoroughly up-to-date. John Adam. John Collier Adam. End of Preface